0: You're
1: listening to Paint the Town Podcast with your hosts. L.A. Street Art Gallery resident artist, teacher, and founder of
0: L.A. Street Art Gallery, (laughs) James Chen. Shout out to the crew, man. Everybody here. Richard, Kent, Moses, Johnny, man. Appreciate you guys, man. Like, we're going to have some nice, like, uh, promo stuff, man. And, uh, uh, like I said, we're we're next level, man. The lights,
2: everything is is top-notch today.
0: We're next level, man. We have people actually believe in what we do. It's so crazy.
2: As well as the location. The location and the artwork. Yeah, India yeah, location definitely. Is, is legendary. So um, Mrg,
0: man, dude, I've, yeah. I've never. I, I, I saw next door. There's like a woo woo crystal shop, man. Healing crystal shop. Yeah, Silver then, Sky, <laughs> Silver Sky. And then over here, Your there, or, over <laughs> Silver Sky. No, yeah, and then over here, there's Shaolin. Uh, the Shaolin, Shaolin temple. temple. Yeah, man. dude, I see the monks doing all kinds. Oh, there's of monks stuff. over there. Yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. Well, you've been here all week, man. Tell me a little yeah. bit. How, well, first, let's. Uh, this, yeah. is, this
2: is this is Michael Goldman. Thanks for joining us today, Michael dude. Goodman. <laughs> Goodman, Goldman. Another Jewish
1: name, you know. We're all <laughs> Goldman, Goodman, Goldstein, Michael Goodman. He
2: might as well be made out of gold, man, because of the, the knowledge this guy has. Oh, thank you, thank you. I'm blushing. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, yeah, just the knowledge that this guy has and experience um, at uh, at such a young age blew my mind when I when I met him a couple of years ago. I mean, and uh, he's he sold some of my work, and then um, recently um, I uh, the idea of doing a, an artist in residence. Uh, came up and um, You know, I approached him. It just happened to be good timing um, And uh, he's allowed me to be here from like noon to 5 p.m. <clears throat> this whole past week Monday through Friday and Dude when I'm here painting it is um, Don't get me wrong. I, I, I love that. I have a space at home to work and I love my wife and I love my family and, and, and the cat and the dog, you know, it's but being able to come down here is makes me feel like an artist
0: yeah i mean he, being I, surrounded I
2: asking, by robert tannenbaum's work yeah makes me feel like an even better artist
0: we talked about robert tannenbaum's work in the last episode a little bit man and i'm just saying great taste man honestly like uh, thank you man i just met you man but i feel like we have fucking a lot in common dude he, he oh, commented yeah? on my joe rogan experience t-shirt and i was like oh dude we're, we're fucking, classic dude we're gonna be when friends man that? Dude, I literally just got in the mail today, man. I was like, you know what? I got to support my boy, Joe, dude. Like, straight up. I was like, I never, like, give this guy anything. His podcast is fucking free, you know what I mean? And I was like, I got to do something to support this guy, because lately I've been actually, like, going to Joe for, like, straight, like, media, because I can't even fucking read the news man it's like dude well now you told me that um
2: you actually kind of knew about him before he was really even doing anything what oh yeah was, i mean you know how
0: I'm did a, he get I'm, started again? i'm a big podcast fan in general man at the end of the day that's why you know i approached teach to do this podcast and you know he was on corolla's podcast before he even had his own carola adam corolla right? yeah adam corolla you know there's a station called klsx here in la and uh they used to have all these great people man it was like stern in the morning and then Adam Carolla took over and there was a frosty Adam Frank and a Tom Lycus with Flash Friday right Yeah <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh. It's amazing because my father used to listen to Tom Lycus.: Yeah, and that's how I was introduced to Tom Lycus. I didn't yeah you know, my dad would just listen to this guy. I think he was like considered like the professor. He had some weird yeah, names. Yeah So
0: check this out. My friend's mom uh, dated him.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, from what I heard, he's a pretty kind of, like, grotesque looking Yeah, dude. no, he's,
0: a, he's a, like, a pretty obese dude, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh. so, yeah, you know I mean? Let's just, we're keeping it real. Yeah, well, you love, know? love for everyone. You know, <laughs> At the end of the day, yeah, day. Yeah, and then, like, uh, you know, he'd always wear, like, his sunglasses, right? But he would always have these, like, hot chicks around him. And then, basically, he would, you know, everybody's sitting in traffic in L.A., pissed off, you know what I mean? Going back home, afternoon drive. And then he would have, he would basically, you know, people call in and he would have this segment that was called The Professor where he would give uh, people like dating relationship, it, advice, relationship yeah. advice. I mean, this guy's a really grotesque-looking guy, you know what I mean? <laughs> but you know, he had a he had like a, uh, you know a lot of hot women around him, obviously because he has a lot of money. You know, he lives in Santa Barbara, where I, I think
1: he just school. had confidence because it's like he could have a lot yeah. of money and it's still uh, yeah yeah yeah. You're right, you're right, you're far, right. Sadly, I mean, it'll get you here in LA. It'll get you
0: pretty far. You'd be like Mike Bloomberg. <laughs> <laughs> you got a
1: nice car, decent pad. he will you'll he'll get far with
0: it. Yeah, you know. But anyway, so he would give like you know these guys would call in and. They, you know, he would have these rules, like, basically, he's like, you don't spend more than $40 on a date, you know what I mean? You take them to El Torito, basically. You get three pitchers and you get free chips. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, no, and then he would have, like, Flash Fridays, uh, where, like, basically, uh, you know, everybody who had their headlights on on Friday theoretically is listening to his show basically you, you know oh, what I mean wow. so it's kind of just one of these yeah, things if you
1: flickered it then and if
0: you flickered it and then chicks would basically like sh- you know show show them your tits basically you know what I mean so, Damn, so it, like I said it was a crazy one day when we have an office overlooking the 405 <laughs> and you know we see all the headlines I mean, you like... don't even
1: hear from it I think that you know what he,
0: he's funny he's like I think he has an online radio show it didn't really like convert but he I think he does like more like wine stuff remember he had that uh, Sunday night he had like a uh like a show that was like more classy he would talk about like wine no yeah. I it, like I said it, I was deep into this it, game it, no it <laughs>
1: seemed like it just it's crazy the time we're living in because it's like if you're not current you're like gone and yeah. it's so easy yeah. there's so much content out there it's I don't. don't Everybody's like, "Hey, look at Mark! Yeah, yeah. (laughs) no, it's it's amazing." (laughs) That's what
0: I'm saying. Like this podcast, honestly, for us, it's like it's an honor just to do this podcast because I'm not even a street artist. I'm not even an artist at all. I'm a musician. People are like, "What the fuck?" Artist. I mean, (laughs) you know, in this visual world, people are like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" You know. But um, I always tell the story on this podcast. But I just got to tell you, like, I was a pharmaceutical sales in uh, 2010 to 12, kind of time when street art was blowing up. And my area was the Hollywood area. So I would visit dr- uh, doctors and bring drugs to all these doctors. And then there's so much street art going on, I started taking pictures and put it on a blog called LA Street Art Gallery.
2: Luckily enough, he got that name before anyone else did
0: <laughs> oh, yeah?
2: L- LA Street Art Gallery.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean? And then so, like, pretty much at that time, it was still blowing up. So everybody started falling and it became like this little artist network. And Teach is one of the artists that, you know, within this network. Yeah, and they I came like,
2: in art, they interviewed me, and as well as, I don't know, about a dozen other guys but next thing I know I, there was this you know really nicely done well produ- produced uh, interview that they did with me and I was like dude, wow okay and then they I just like, they just kept up with everything
1: why well, I, like, I, it, it's amazing to me a lot of people when they come to me and ask me like oh like if they're not informed about art they're like scared to state their opinion yeah and I think even when we're looking at like someone like Robert Tannenbaum the Mm. viewer is actually probably the most important person yeah because if an artist creates something and it's just for himself then it's like who creates content or you know like a a musician creating music for just for you to listen to does that make any sense no you're right it's like Mm -hmm. you want to you want to share it with an audience and i think with visual art because it it takes so much uh understanding sometimes Mm. and just to be informed but that's the beauty of it. hopefully if people kind of join into the dialogue and and ask you know ask those fearful questions there aren't you know if you don't know you don't know and yeah it's like how are you going to know if you don't ask yeah
0: don't be
2: afraid to ask it's like Uh, the biggest
0: thing that's one of the things i love about street art though because i was never one of these like art gallery going people or anything like that but hey man i'm walking on the street like you know and i'm seeing beautiful things and like i got to take a picture of them and share it with people man and I think like I always one of the first rules I learned about art was it creates discussion right you know what I mean and then like when you post it up on Facebook and people start following this page and commenting and things like that that's that's basically what you're doing creating discussion right you know what I mean so I don't know for me street art was kind of like a little bit easier and less intimidating to step into There you just said it intimidating there you go yeah this
1: gallery I've when I first started it there's about 250 walk-bys a day. I'll Mm. be lucky if I get a single soul in here. Really? And since I've had a teacher in here, we've had some walk-ins because people see it's not like this pristine, I mean, when we have a show it is, but it's not this like perfect, you know, floors are so clean, you can take your tongue, lick lick across the floor. And they're intimidating spaces. And I think galleries need to do kind of well, More kind of- things for people to just feel like, hey, I could open the door and talk to someone. Mm. But also, there's like a gallery culture where it's like, if you go to certain galleries, they they're taught to essentially stare you down to the point you, that you leave. Like, <laughs> yeah. you're not buying, so we're just gonna look at you mm. until you feel super uncomfortable. Wow. Uh, you know, if you go to any gallery in like New York, the Upper East Side or stuff, I mean, and. Look, I get it from owning a gallery. I get some crazy people who come in, like, like literally. Crazy yeah, no, I,
2: I've uh, after being here for uh, for a week, um, I get an idea every once in a while. You know, there'll there'll be someone coming by, and you'll be able to tell that they're, you know, they
0: uh, have some mental health issues or something.
2: Some some kind of mental issue or something like that. Um, but then, you know, every once in a while, someone will come in, and it's that you know you're not quite sure you know it's like it could be someone that is just stacked and has got great contacts and could you know put you into some good business or something like that or it could just be someone looking for some admiration and just someone to relate to or something like that yeah yeah and man sometimes it's hard to judge and know which is which but i tell you what um this one guy came in he was talking about an idea you know and uh luckily michael was here because i was painting and i didn't feel like telling this guy and being, you know, almost kind of rude a little bit, the way he was presenting it, you almost kind of had to be rude to, to, you know, get him to understand and luckily Michael doesn't mind telling people the truth. Being a student, and, 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 and you know like, what? If the truth hurts, whose fault is it? You know, I'm all yeah, about gotta that. Got to keep it real, man. Sure. And, you know, he's basically, well, okay, so how am I going to make money with that idea? Like, I said, well, no, it's a great idea to send the idea. Well, okay, well, how am I going to make money with it? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? What's going to do this? And then next thing you know, the guy was out of here, you know? Uh-huh. So yeah, essentially, it,
1: it was promoting. is like, have you ever been on YouTube or LinkedIn? And it's like, <laughs> come on, man. It's like everyone has, you know, a LinkedIn and a YouTube. And it's like, do you understand like how long it takes to start getting monetized? And it's not like, he doesn't even know if we're doing this. He was like, you guys need to be doing this, like, right now. Yeah. Like, right now. Why aren't you guys filming this and putting it on YouTube? I'm like, do you want to pay for the production team? No, you The know camera what, yeah. and editing.
0: It's interesting because there's now? so many different forms. Of, I always say in art, there's so many different forms of currency. You know, there's fame, right? There's money. You know what I mean? it's it's just like, people don't understand. It's like, hey, just because necessarily... Like people are like walking in the gallery. Are they actually selling pieces? You know, what I mean, like you have to generate cash in any business. You know, you know, I'm being an entrepreneur. Hold on, I just want to sidebar for a second.
2: Um, so, where did where did you grow up? Where yeah, I grew up? up
1: in Israel. Okay. Uh, I was born here, grew up in Israel. My, uh, my from f- what age to what age were you in Israel? Gosh, I want to say like six to thirteen. Holy shit! So we live you is here in
0: LA. You're born here. Sorry? You were born here in LA? Yeah, I was born the, at
1: UCLA Medical School. So- oh, okay. uh, and you moved back to Israel? Yeah. My, my dad uh, decided to take us there. He grew up in Israel and he was like, this is uh, this would be a good place to raise uh, kids. I'm, I'm one of six too. I'm okay. Not sure <laughs> Are you like the oldest or? Uh, I'm somewhat, I would be in the middle okay. if, if I didn't have uh, twin sisters uh, underneath me. So okay. I, have, I have three younger sisters, an older brother and an older sister. Nice. Nice mix, man. Yeah, we back were, in the day, that's a normal sized family, though, right? I think in in Israel, it's like a normal sized family because there's just not that many people there. Also, you know, your your kids if they stay there, they're going to be serving in the army. Hmm. And learn um, the problem of God. So, what did you do from yeah. Oh God? What did you do from age six to thirteen are you in Israel? Um, it's it's interesting. My kind of like I was like. I was in the school system there, but w- wasn't really applying myself, really. Mm-hmm. I went to, the the best experience I had there was, uh, gosh, I, I can't, it's like, it's amazing. It Like, it's not that far off for me, but I can't remember anything. Like, you know, some people Bucked can remember, up, like... They, I have most of my friends are in their sixties, and they could remember when they're like five years old. And I'm like, I can't. Well, dude, even.
2: I've been around you. This dude's on the phone all day long, and he's got so many things that he's thinking about. Yeah, I can understand how certain things that aren't as important get kind of you know pushed to the back. You know. Yeah,
1: one, one of the best experiences I do remember is I went to uh, diplomatic school in Israel, and I got okay. to meet all these um, people from all around the world, diplomats, and it's like most people don't even get to meet these people it's like oh man you're a diplomat like what yeah. does that mean and yeah, it's like yeah yeah and when i was younger i was like man i want to be a diplomat i've like, always wanted to be a diplomat you're above law no 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 like i would ride in the car with my friends like you can't stop a diplomat you yeah. can't like you're, above the, law, or or you're above the law so you have I'm diplomatic
0: like, uh, immunity man. you know, you, know what uh, I
1: mean? <laughs> you can like a police you know pulls you over like yeah you want to create world war three like i don't think you want to go this route and like they have to let you go so (laughs) no but you know did you have
2: any kind of artistic experiences during that time i was always
1: uh i think my parents kind of identified from a young age that i was like a visual my background is painting and drawing okay so i'm not like how early were you drawing and painting this is everyone. Every artist's answer. When I was yeah. three years old, <laughs> that's my <laughs> answer. Yeah, no, it, it's it's interesting. I, I think I consider myself an artist once I kind of, kind of was able to think about art correctly. I think most people think that. You understand like what art actually is. Yeah, what it is. I, I, think it. I relate to you on that. Yeah, I, we're all artists. I mean, what, what I mean, kid does not have I mean, a coloring book? Yeah. You know, and like, you know, connect the dots. You could say, hey, you know, I had assistance, you know, but <laughs> I was an artist. <laughs> I agree with you, you know? on that, actually. I was just connecting the dots. And
0: I mean, re- okay, for me, actually, like, I've only, like, just straight, like, dove into being a musician artist, actually, in the past four years, I would say, basically, although I've been doing music my whole life. You know, I mean, I never really took it seriously. So I totally understand what you mean by when I started thinking about art the proper way. You know, can you go into that a little bit, though? What do you mean by that? Yeah, so
1: for everyone, it's different. I think for most artists, it starts with exploring the mediums. Yeah. So when you start art, you might have some primitive materials, uh, maybe a pencil. uh, Not that a pencil is primitive, but like materials that are fairly accessible, Sure. Um, so you start off with a pencil and paper, and then maybe you're like, "Hey, you know what? I'm going to get into watercolors and try that out. Maybe getting yeah, that's acrylics. where I think people make
2: a mistake. Because from what I understand, watercolors like the toughest medium to master.
1: It, it is one of. Uh, I, I think they're all like you know. I don't think you ever master the medium. Yeah, you can kind of get comfortable with something, you get really good at, and that's where a lot of artists get stuck. They mm. say, "Hey, I'm really good at you know doing this," so then. They say like, oh, I'm an illustrator, or I'm a painter, or all yep. I do is draw. Yep. And really, the medium, and this is when it gets to kind of understanding art a little bit better, is the medium should kind of go hand in hand with the concept. So, like for instance, if you're depicting photorealism, like why, like why are you doing photorealism when you can do something like Tannenbaum, which it's still it's, it's representative, like does it need to look like a hyper realistic ear? Does that really that going to make
2: a difference in what they're trying to get across? Yeah. Like,
1: cause if you identify it's an ear or like, you know, that's a person or that object has a likeness that's real. So for me, it's like when an artist finally understands why they're doing the things they're doing, then that's kind of when you have a better understanding. And here the interpretation though is completely different. Cause I could say, Hey, this is what I was trying to do. And then you, as the viewer, says, oh, I don't see that at all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But the successful ones, a lot of people pick it up. They go, oh, wow, I see what you were doing there. And you yeah. successfully did it. It's like you could relate to music. It's like, oh, I was trying to make this You're right, you know, about, about, about being a master or of something.
2: Because um, in order to be a master of something, you have to keep doing it and doing it and doing it. Putting your because 10,000 hours, man. Because as soon hours, as you man. stop doing it, those, those muscles start atrophying yeah and, and, and so once you if you just keep doing that and doing that and doing that, and that's all you do, then that's not what an artist is really supposed to but do but we've
1: we've gone to a point in the art world where you don't necessarily the hand of the artist doesn't need to be present when you mm, take artists true. like Jeff Koons, who has a lot of <laughs> yeah. um assistants um it's his idea the assistants didn't come up with the idea, yeah, you know he's just using their hands to execute his do you idea have any
2: idea how many assistants he has
1: just he has i would say. At any given time, like twenty to thirty, depending what projects he's doing. I know when he I'm did the uh, gazing. No, and it, it's amazing because it's like when you think about like I like talking about other kind of uh, art. It's like yeah, sure, like, like music, like music. Mm-hmm. Like most people don't know anything called mastering. Like that is an art in itself. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is not you're you getting gave a polished a shit ton of money. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> know. so there's there's a lot of stages to it, and I think a lot of artists or people because the entry the barrier is so accessible to almost anyone you can pick up a pen and paper yeah, yeah. Um, and this always happens to me i'll have some artists they'll uh, they'll they'll bring something they did they're not really in the arts this this happened maybe 2 years ago an architect came and he had this drawing of a bird and he knows i'm an art dealer and he brings it to me he's like how much is this worth and i'm like oh my <laughs> god oh what more awkward. awkward awkward no no i was like
2: uh, for anyone other than Michael, who's no, not I,
1: afraid to be honest. I said, I don't know, 30 cents. I was like, huh? <laughs> he's like, I see you have drawings for like 20, 30 grand. He's like, why 30 cents? I was like, look, <laughs> who, who did it? You know, no uh, one knows yeah, who the fuck you are. Yeah, no, I didn't know it was him too. This is a guy who used to like come by all the time. And he's like, oh, so what? what do you think of it? I said, well, it's, 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 it's it's not even decent i'm going to be honest with you <laughs> You didn't mean. know it was him though yeah i didn't know and i was just oh. like this is a yeah the guy he clearly doesn't know shading composition it's not even like i could understand if i was you know judging on the merit but the merit's not even there it's just but you know what you can't even pay for that type of honesty you know? no <laughs> you can
0: yeah. That's one of the reasons why i love this yeah. guy
1: and and then he's like oh i did it i said oh well then it's 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 actually at a negative value <laughs> i'm taking i did <laughs> now I, I know you're for sure not No, but it it, it was interesting. I'm going to charge you for the time it took me for this consultation. Because what 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 brings value is like brand awareness, like anything. Whether it's the clothing you buy, it's like the like the shirt we make. You know, it's like what's the difference between a a high end brand versus it's just
0: people people don't understand the industry. I mean, okay, wait a second, wait a second, just let's uh, backtrack
2: a little bit. Okay, what was uh, what kind of schooling have you had towards the arts?
1: So I went to, uh, for high school, I, I attended high school here. I went to Los Angeles County High School for the Arts, which is like the mini Juilliard of the West Coast. It was like a really prestigious art school. Nice. Um, for those
2: of you who have not heard this place, look it up, and you'll underst- understand one of the
1: reasons why this
2: man has so much knowledge.
1: Yeah, I mean, artists like Kehinde Wiley, who did uh, uh, Obama's portrait, he, he came from there, and it's, it's a great school. And it, it, that school, because we would have academics in the morning from like 8 to 12 and then from like 1 uh, from 1230 to 4 o'clock we'd have our arts when you so, say when you say academics do you have to learn like history math and stuff like that yeah we had that we oh, had that, we oh, had okay, that okay. the first part of the, the day but then every day for about 4 hours we would be trained in there's there a music department theater dance I was in the visual department and I didn't know it until after I left that school The kind of the Level of the education it was because when I went, I think to, Val Kilmer went there too. Uh, could be. I mean, there's Batman so many. To- I know a <laughs> Corbin, Corbin <laughs> Blue from uh, from High School Musical <laughs> went there. There's a couple. I mean, uh, I think uh, about two years ago, I think uh, Stevie Wonder performed there. Like, we, we, we got to like graduate at Disney Hall. Like, how many high schools oh my get gosh. to see? Yes. Like, we you yeah, graduate, yeah, that's yeah, where yeah. they graduate every year. But that's, so. that
2: helps to build the uh, you know legitimacy and 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 you know everything that's um that builds up to you know but I mean? also you guys just being
1: are... a high schooler I, I had to take like a train to get there it really just matured you mm-hmm. it, it just made me mature going through that process because it's like if you want where is to it located stay... it used to be located when i was going there on cal state la since then they have a new building which uh... is in cal state la so you're going to school with college kids where were you living at the time I was living here in Sherman Oaks. I was oh, So there. you're
2: taking you're commuting
1: Yeah, I'm commuting from here. I would take the red line down. Oh
0: man. Your real real LA life. Yeah, no. The red line <laughs> yeah. will
1: will will teach you about like LA. Like yeah. there are think, some characters you know on the red line.
0: It's funny because people don't think of it like riding the subway in, in LA, right? But the thing is like once you go on that red line you're like, holy shit, dude, the city is like it's yeah. like it's, it's deep. a city dude. Yeah, it's yeah, exactly, no, man. you know, it's, it's like a big city. I think is, like it's it's actually quite it's unsafe for like, you know, a lot of people to go on at nighttime, the red line, man. Like the gold line's pretty good, right? You know, it goes to Pasadena, it goes along 210. That one's pretty good, but yeah.
1: I don't know, being in high school and taking the subway, maybe I I was like, whoa, there's just Well, luckily you're everywhere.
0: you're uh, <laughs> um
2: a, a bigger guy. You know what I mean? Like can you, can know, you imagine if you're school, like a little it's girl? Just, like, I mean,
1: you know, in high school, I was just strawny. I was like tall, but like oh
2: lanky. Not, oh, yeah, well, lanky. that sucks. Then if you're like the tall guy, yeah. that's easy to pick on and skinny and shit I wasn't. Like that. I wouldn't
1: say I was easy to pick on, but oh, good. You know, just inside that that self confident. You know, to you know, pick on. I mean, there were some characters when you see a guy with like tattoos on your face, face? like
0: well, you, you <laughs> have like...
1: to you have to have a certain tolerance to pain. I mean, that's on yeah. your skull. You know, like. Yeah, I mean, well, I you think can, punching I can... that dude's gonna like <laughs> hurt him. <laughs> like he has a, It's it's on his face. Like he's getting beat up with a needle right there. So it's like you got to give him props. That's yeah. I mean, but okay, here's wait, the
0: thing, though. No, okay, but, no,
1: no.
2: Wait a second. Okay, so after uh, <laughs> after that that high school. Uh, Was there any other
1: uh, um, art schooling? I attended uh, San Francisco Art Institute, and that was like, it was interesting coming from that high school because we had the colleges come to us. They would like recruit us. It was like, felt like we were in the NFL for art. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Cooper Union, I mean, all the top institutes, Cooper Union, RISD, uh, Pratt. And that, you think coming out of that art school, like, oh, you're going to go to an arts college and then you're going to become this this uh big time artist and then you quickly learn what what i started learning is about debt college debt and i was like (laughs) wow you know to 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 pick up a crayon and draw is 40 grand you know so (laughs) i kind of learned that for free in high school so i i i I left after a semester i was like this is madness and i I had i had like 30 grand of of debt that's one a, semester. It's so oh, interesting. We're not even talking a full year. Like, a semester. Jesus. You know what? This,
0: this is actually... It's like... I just told you, like, maybe four years ago, I started taking music more seriously, right? And then I always feel this insecurity to some people. It's like, oh, shit, this guy thinks he's better than me because he fucking went to music school. And, you know, there's a lot of that. I feel like in the art industry, it's even more oh. like that
1: sometimes, right? For art school uh, is like... <laughs> it, 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 it when, especially when you go to the higher levels. The moment you have an MFA, you, it, it reverses. You become stupid. I call it MFA syndrome. Because what is MFA? Master of Fine, like? fine Arts. Master okay. of Fine Arts because you get too conceptual to the point where it's like you don't even make art. If you look at most MFA students, after their MFA program, they don't make work. Mm. And the reason why... And I think it's good. I, I'm not knocking down school. It is Some people need that framework. Mm. But the most important thing in yeah, if being you an teach. artist... Yeah, the most important thing of being an artist is exploring, and what happens when you get to those, a lot of students just take on the same ideas as their professors. Yes. No offense to some of these professors, mm-hmm. yep. but they didn't quite succeed in the getting, getting uh, you know, some, some do. I, I had some amazing professors at Santa Monica Community mm-hmm. College. Amazing. like Ah, so after San Francisco. No, I went back to SMC. Um, and I was going to finish up. And then I just, I was running a business at the same time. And I was like, ah, you know, I'm losing money going I'm to like school. <laughs> <like>, You're not <laughs> you paying made a, me. You I'm made like, a good business <laughs> decision. You know? No, I'm like, no, I was like, you gotta, you gotta start thinking like I, I was losing money. And unless the school was going to pay me, I was like, I'm not doing this. Yeah, this does yeah, make yeah. any sense. And I, I knew from a young age, like I don't know, work. Well, under people like I'm good at giving orders, not taking them. Mm. So that's a good thing. You to know, to self aw- awareness. No. No. No, yeah, it's, it's, it's so good, man. It's, it's, like, it's good. It's comforting,
0: actually, because like no, I'm telling you, man, people will always make you feel like you don't have a piece of paper. So they'll like oh, yeah. they'll make you feel like, oh yeah, you don't know about this actually, right? Because I,
1: you know, I mean, I, just, I, it's it's always intimidating, I, I hold, man. You know, you, know? If you have that piece of paper, I hold you accountable to it. So <laughs> I'm amazed, like how many people, like. <laughs> You're Columbia? Like this is what Columbia putting out? Yeah, damn shame of your like what? Like I, I have an excuse because I don't have it. So say yeah, like, hey, yeah, I don't yeah. have that piece of paper. Well, I can't let, me, read. let
0: me ask you, man, where did you get this fucking confidence, yo? No, seriously, because yeah. like you know,
1: you know what I mean, like, like knowledge. You gotta you gotta it's throw knowledge. away pride. Throw away the pride. Throw no away ego. The ego. Just just throw it away. You know, and like for me, it was just like it gets to a point where I just said, what's what's the worst that's gonna like. The two hardest things for me to build up is for me to kind of achieve is say no and ask for help. Mm. If you can do those two things, you're right. Just so many people have a hard time asking for help. And like when you don't know, just ask. And it's okay to say, I don't know. It's
0: good advice because a
1: lot of times we're in a conversation we go like this, mm-hmm. yeah. But it's you like you don't quite know. But and the conversation's moving kind of fast, and you're like, oh wait, wait, like uh, I didn't really understand that, and like no one, no wants one wants to that. like wanna, hey, you want to look stupid, right? That? Yeah, exactly. You know? like,
0: well, real quick, let's backtrack. What about then saying no part? Because I, I I totally know what you mean. Actually, I just want you to go into into you know, it. So
1: when you're <laughs> when I was starting off the business, it's like I'm just trying to shoot like you're just trying to see what sticks. So you're saying yes all the time. Yeah. You're saying you know, the business,
2: you're talking about the gallery.
1: Yeah. The gallery okay. Or just, uh, I, I'm when involved. Did you, when did you start the, the gallery? Gosh, I, I think I was like 15, 15. I mean, it started up, up, up there. There was, I had studios up here. I mean, 15 I would, years
2: old. Okay. Yeah. That's in human years. Okay. Just in case people. I'm 20 nice, 27. Man.
1: So yeah. I've been at this like 12 years. Oh shit, man. Nice. In, in That's what I'm talking about.
0: Nice okay. man. Yeah. So you came back from Israel at 13. And in those two years, what were you doing before you started the gallery man
1: um I mean I was going I was going to school yeah. here. wasting yeah. time huh what the fuck
2: man come on you know i
1: I, I think <laughs> school like it, it's amazing for for me it's like the high school I went to it was like really kind of lenient in the sense that like we didn't have like a high school bell you like you were accountable like oh you got to get to class on time and all that and I think um Environment. I was just fortunate enough to be in an environment that's an adult environment. Meaning, when you really think about like time, I mean Shakespeare and all these other great people, they were doing this at those ages, if not younger. Like, that's right. If yeah. your life expectancy was Mozart thirty, you'd be like, ah, it's not <laughs> impressive. by fifteen, like, come well, on. <laughs> like, I always think about like, why don't we talk about like Justin Bieber or all these other young kids? Like, he's a multi-millionaire at like twenty. 20- or
0: yeah i mean and like
1: we all just say oh well he had a big team he had that no he had a talent no he's talented yeah. man yeah, he's like talented. no people like, love to knock that uh, guy. like knock down like it's so he's a combine.
2: Right? justin bieber is a combination of extreme talent and uh obsessive compulsive disorder i mean the dude is is just completely I and mean, obsessive luckily like, he's talented
0: also the thing is like I I actually like some of my greatest inspiration are pop music producers like Doctor Luke, Max Martin. These guys like produce all the songs that you fucking hear on the radio. I don't necessarily like like them necessarily all, but they're catchy as fuck. And thing is, like, when they produce, then they see a guy like Justin Bieber, man, and it's just like, dude, he, this guy can play all the fucking, he plays all the instruments. The instruments. <laughs> yeah I,
1: I love to Taka- I saw an interview on this artist named Takashi 69 oh, I know that yeah. guy. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, so yeah. check this out. I told my friend who's into music, I was like, yo, this kid's gonna blow up. This is when he had like this first song called Gumbo, and like, nah, this is trash. I'm like, watch, and sure enough, he blew up. He's a the new yeah, no, he just got out of jail and He's I the heard new he got, DMX like,
0: man, basically.
1: I saw an interview, I think it was like on <laughs> Do you know this guy Teach? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, oh, yeah. I know no, who he it's, is. It's amazing. He was like J. Cole and, and Kendrick Lamar probably shaking their heads like They are. I wrote I wrote <laughs> yeah, a, a yeah, hit, but it's like, yeah. you know, there's 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 an audience for every I think being in the fine art, people see a young guy like me and like, why aren't you seventy? Yes. I, I don't know, I'm not. Like, <laughs> because what, it didn't take him that the, long like to the accumulate why questions. Like why? Like <laughs> How can, like well okay I'm gonna
0: know. I'm gonna since you know what we, you're you're Jewish right? Yeah, okay, so I'm Chinese. The thing is like we both come from very like old cultures like you, you know what I mean I, I just feel like do you feel like that type of like kind of like old culture family structure like helped you accelerate at like a younger age man like I'm just curious.
1: I'm glad I had a dad who didn't like oppose the arts because mm. I feel like you hear you know oh you're going into the arts it's like a death in the family like oh is that yeah. the same for
0: jewish people i mean normally just curious because well, well, his uh, my, his my brothers, br-
1: brothers and sisters are doctors so. yeah my brother's, my brother's a doctor a fucking doctor too he's a neurologist. yeah he's not, a fucking anesthesiologist but it's like that doesn't even he's surprise over, me he's
0: overachievers man <laughs> like that, they, you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I, I had a bro- I,
1: my older brother i mean he set the bar kind of high by like saying like at 14 he was going to become a doctor and then he actually did it so it's like oh <laughs> my you <know>, like, god
0: <laughs> see that's my Younger, this is my younger brother. Oh, yeah, this is older brother. Yeah, at least he's like <laughs> Yeah, know.
1: You know what? The fucking. But hey, I help him out. Actually. No, for like, sure. Financially, it's like, yo, you owe me. <laughs> you know, I, I can't wait until <laughs> you start making some real money, because shit, that's just in case this art kingdom falls. <laughs> I'm riding on your back. Hell yeah. <laughs> saw, that's, that's my that's that's my retirement
0: plan, dude. That's honestly. awesome, man.
1: No, like that's... this whole art thing is just a sham. Like, <laughs> I'm just waiting until my brother. He's in residency right now. Like, just some awareness. Mm-hmm. We need to pay our residents. Doctors, more.
0: You're right. Yes. Oh no, no, like, like, my God! It was fucked up. Okay, so my brother, hes a full-on doctor. I mean, I think, but at UCI now. <clears throat> but the thing is, like this residency stuff—it's like fucking. Doctor hazing, man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we need them especially during this time because it's like he's in urology. They're having him probably in the cardiology. You know. Oh my
0: god. They're in like ER. There's a shortage. Yeah, exactly. They're cross training.
1: (laughs) And like, here's the thing: people think like, oh, you're gonna become a doctor, a lawyer, you're gonna make a lot of money. If you actually look at the time you spend, it's like, if I told you to give up all your twenties, just give up the whole (laughs) ten years. And say so you could be making half a million after that. It's like no, no I see. it's like you, yeah. I don't By the know. Time your that?
2: health is bad. You're you fat and out of shape. Your bones and everything destroyed from being hunched over of working so fucking hard. Well, my brother's a bodybuilder. You're going spend all that money trying to get better and all your health bills and
1: everything. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think most people would trade it. I mean, it sounds good on paper initially, but when you think about what it yeah. takes
0: You really gotta be passionate about yeah. saving lives, man, at the end of the day. Yeah. If you're in the medical industry, it's like my brother is like he's he's passionate about it, you know what I mean? Like it, it like it, he, he you know, they talk about they like they'll nerd out about how we're talking about art and music and stuff like that, <laughs> you know what I mean? They'll talk about like the latest like fucking journal, you know what I mean? Like I think <laughs> it's not really like worth it to go through all that excuse me, if you don't like um if you don't actually like like to save people's lives, you know what I mean?
1: No, yeah. I mean, I was talking to my brother the other day, and it was like, he was talking to me, like, you know, with this whole virus going on, it's like the doctors, the people in the medical community, they're the first ones to get it. So, like, going yeah, in, I'm like, seriously, do you, do you still, like, do you regret not going into, you know, medicine? I was grilling him, giving him <laughs> the hard questions. He was like, no, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Like, he actually genuinely cares and loves it. And I'm like, wow. Yeah, then you I, I would have been definitely. like, I'm out. Yeah.
0: This is. yeah. I mean, <laughs> then, so. Good. i'm
2: sorry um okay so any other schooling or any other um so basically you came out of uh, santa monica um yeah le- and left then smc opened your, or no you no, already I had doing, the gallery. i was
1: doing it simultaneously and that's when good like, grief it was just it was a lot and and there was a time i took just a normal job i was i was working at sports authority oh, just crazy. like a normal like nine to five and i remember uh Uh, some of my co- Wearing the referee
0: t-shirt? No. No, (laughs) Pretty much. It was a red shirt. It was the hideous,
1: hideous uniform. That's why they probably went bankrupt, by the way. I mean, you can't have your employees wearing red and khakis. Like, they just look like State Farm, you know, insurance salesmen. But, um, no, I was working there and that was like, it was interesting because I had like uh, co-workers. Like, working in this field, you don't have many friends because everyone's just trying to backstab each other, trying to... Oh, my God. Yeah, because no every, one works together. It's, yeah, it's I mean, sucks. every
0: artist is an individual. They can sell it themselves, right? And then Not every so much the gallery the artist, artist. It's the gal- other gallery. galleries. Yeah, yeah, they I'm poach saying, her. Like, you can, yeah, I like, could
1: invest in teacher right now a whole bunch. And then, I mean, I wouldn't blame him if, like, some big Gagosian comes by and, like, yo, I'm going to. And like, yo, you yeah. know. So is it kind of like okay? It's like getting that big record deal. Oh yeah, yeah. I I understand. I understand actually. So it's like leaving that. It's like leaving leaving
0: that indie label for like a major record label kind of. It's the same thing. Ah,
1: interesting. And that that happens because when it's like the bigger galleries, they could say, "Hey, you know, this guy did all the heavy lifting. They see the talent, and then just take it." And but today it's changing because. Today, you can use these different platforms like like Instagram, Artsy, Artnet, and just do your own thing and uh, cater to the virtual world, mm-hmm. but it's like how do you achieve the that brand that's gonna last? Mm. And I think galleries kind of have the, the secret sauce to that because being on that side, I have the relationships with the client. What the artists don't realize is if I say, hey, this artist is no good anymore, the client's like, all right, show me who is. So the artist is, just, you know, you could be hot today. There's a lot of artists we can learn from history that were, like, really hot. Like, there was the, the Leroy Neemans, the Peter Max. I always talk to people about this, and you ask, where are their work today? These guys were huge. Peter Max was huge in the 60s, 70s. Oh, yeah. And if you look Big at the World collector, Cup, biz, uh, poster, I remember you did. Yeah, it? today I don't think you can even give some of that stuff away. The people who are trying to sell it are like 80 <laughs> years old and they're like, I bought this for 50 grand. I'm like, yeah, you're not getting anything out of that. Interesting, interesting. And that's why you got to kind of recognize like, and some artists, today we live in a mentality, you can't criticize anyone anymore. It's like, yeah. I, I say constructive criticism, I'm a hater. Oh yeah. you just hating yeah. bro. Watch yeah, me, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna come up. You're gonna see yeah. like is is you proving me wrong by you making a lot of money? Like that that's how they prove me wrong. Like, oh if I make a lot of money. Yeah. So then what I have to do to like prove them wrong, I have to make more money. Like, well, you're not <laughs> yeah. as good as me. So like I'm mean, going back to music, man. There's yeah. always, you know, like... <laughs> like, I got to flex harder to, like, make sure, like, he doesn't outdo me.
0: It's like, you know what, there's always, like, the band, the, the labels that didn't sign the Beatles, right? And, you know I mean? Yeah. That, that kind of passed up. But you know what, they, a lot
2: of artists don't realize what this does to them, though. You know what I mean? Like, they, they want to get hyped, they want to get big, and they want to make the money, you know, and they want to raise their rates and make a lot more money, you know, and they want to do it fast, you know? But what does that do to them, though, when that
1: happens? Well, it's also you can get stuck with doing something you got known for. So it's like I see a lot of artists, like if I say, hey, this guy, like it could be any of like any major artists and you should be able to say, hey, this stuff is whack. Brainwash is interesting because when you meet the personality, it makes sense. I've met uh, Terry and he's just like this. He's not the guy I'm going to have like, hey, let's talk about this influence of this and that and like you could just tell it's it's the artists that kind of more pretend to be that meaning they create a work and then you could tell they fabricated a story behind the work like oh this isn't after the fact like this is what it means like these lines represent my ancestry from blah 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 and it's like no they don't <laughs> no, they don't you know you know what it's <laughs> interesting I,
0: I was talking talking on the last episode I was uh, watching uh, this thing called uh, A Day in Life where they follow people and one of the people's brainwash actually, they followed him like, it was around 2011 um, like I said, height of Exeter the gift shop, I guess you would say yeah. and then uh, they followed him around and one of the things I noticed about him, how he he, people say his uh, art is kind of generic. I guess would say whatever. But then on the back, he said he signs his work with his blood, basically. You, you know what I mean? And then like, so it, all the DNA people in the future, whoever tries to knock it off, you know what I mean? Like they they will always be. I was like, that's some hardcore shit right there. <laughs> I don't.
1: You know, I think authenticating <laughs> things in the future should be so easy. It's like when I wake up in the bed, like I see like my hair. I'm like, am I losing my hair while I'm sleeping? Like when you're creating an art, and you could you could attest to this. Like, yep. You're getting fingerprints there, hair stuff, and it's like, yep. I think they've authenticated some of the major blue chip art, like some Jackson Pollock, they managed to find one of his hair. So it's like, when artists try and do that mm. kind of, like, oh, I'm, I'm putting a Making a it even more valuable by just yeah, doing like, this one uh, little I, thing that doesn't I, take
2: any <laughs> skill at all.
1: I had an No artist. skill at all. This this blue is mine. I had an artist, he was doing the whole candle wax thing. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, Yeah, check that out and then what I did with a palette knife, I just scooped up the, the wax and he's like, Fuck, I didn't think of that. I'm like, Yeah, wax doesn't,
0: doesn't really adhere well. Okay, so for a layman, I'm like all impressed. I'm like, This
1: is unique, you guys are like I, Yeah, no, yeah. I mean I was like, dude, anyone can take away your just your method of authenticity I'm gonna and then I was told him I could like take that wax and put it on another
0: piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs>
1: yeah, like I
0: was just like so. I mean, <laughs> obviously you have great, great taste, man. Just looking around, man. Like oh, you, you invested. Yeah, let's in talk about Robert. For Robert, a minute, Robert. How four, did man. you meet? Robert,
1: how did you meet Robert? It's amazing. So one day I'm just here chilling, and this girl comes in with a portfolio, like an old school portfolio that you get from like art school that carries you carry paintings and. I get solicited all the time. And most of the times I try and explain to artists instead of like, hey, shoo, just like, hey, this is the process. This is the best way of kind of submitting to a gallery. Because galleries don't want to like, if they just open their doors, they are just going to get a flood of just anyone and anyone. And I get that already. But she came in with her portfolio. This happened to be the granddaughter of Robert. And she's like, hey, you know, can you check out my grandfather's work? And I was like, I don't have anything better to do today. I was just picking like.
0: She was cute, wasn't she? No I'm
1: kidding. <laughs> uh, no, she seemed like I, I'm just naturally like I'll talk to anyone sure. unless you're like the last guy who was talking to the poster outside. He he was. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was amazing. I'll tell that story okay. after. But okay. anyhow, <laughs> she, she. I say you know, let's take out the paintings. And I go, whoa. It's like I rarely like score gold, and I'm like, wow, this is actually good and just the other day I was thinking like I get all these submissions and a lot of it you could tell it's the people who submit are the people who have the least like ability like they just started yesterday and there's something about that because they're fearless like yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna own this like I have I have people they I, I have people they've been doing be it for 10 years and they don't have the the kind of they haven't given themselves the permission to to have just you heard of
0: the Dunning-Kruger effect Du- no okay so basically here's this chart okay and this basically explains when you're an amateur in your confidence level yeah <laughs> and then if you look at it, it it's a it's a happy face okay because you have a very high confidence level at the very beginning okay when you submit and then basically when you're an expert it's actually lower than your original confidence level
1: yeah because I, I think we beat ourselves up that's what happens with experts are so like I know I'll never be like good enough to my own standards, and that makes
0: no. It's true. It's It's true. Like
1: that's what keeps me going. Is like yeah, you want to
0: master it, basically. Yeah,
1: I I don't even think about mastering at this point. I just feel Mm. like you know, you just set make progress closer and closer, and I'll know by like the end if like you know, I'm like a hundred years old. I'm like fuck, I didn't, I didn't do it in this (laughs) life. I should start reading the good book and stop, and hopefully, you know, I make it to the next. I love that. Okay,
2: so wait, um so
1: once you once you
2: saw his work and everything, once you saw Robert tanem's work that his uh, granddaughter bought in, like how did you how did you connect with well, him
1: well I, I I loved it because it was like I saw the work, I didn't have to read anything. I saw he had this amazing technical ability and and conceptually it kind of it struck me. He had two series. The series we're seeing in the gallery right now is kind of the latest series, but the series that comes before this is, He would do, he's very good at doing these uh, attitudes, these uh, kind of uh, Norman Rockwell-esque figures. And he did a series called My Two Worlds, which is essentially a figure and a unique abstraction that he created. And then he moved into this series called This Museum View which uh, you won't find anything online of these series because we're keeping it hush-hush. Nice. This is like you know, the this, real shit that, right that's, here. Man. Yeah, this <laughs> is uh, I'm telling you, dude. That's why I started the, off. with distribution. Yeah. You, well, if you do Google him, you'll find out that he's done over 250 movie posters. So he's done a lot of John Wayne kind of like... Yeah, a- about... So it's interesting... Um, He's done so much work. I mean, to kind of even talk about like kind of where he comes from, that's a whole segment in itself. She I just want run, to know, man. like, after, Yeah, no, he's. How he's,
2: did you, when you first, um, like, interacted with him? Because I, um, from what I understood, his daughter was was wanting to be a photographer.
1: And his so his is, granddaughter does. Daughter, uh, um, yeah, granddaughter yeah, yeah. was wanting he, to be a photographer. And then you saw her. Yeah, she's her a photographer. Work. No, she was just like representing. Mm-hmm. Or, like, grandfathers. She's like, my grandfather's oh, okay. dope. I just want to show his stuff. And it makes sense. He's 83, you know. And there is this thing that's interesting, kind of like third-party representation. Because I'm wondering if that interaction was with him initially. You know, I, I would like to say for me it would have been the same. But a lot of artists, you know, if you're coming in, you know, handle your own work, you know, that, that may... This is on the person kind of perceiving I mean like oh well, you know, look at them, they don't have, you know, representative management. So it's this weird thing. But like really for him yeah. the, the the work the work spoke for itself really. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's like
2: that's what matters.
1: Yeah, and and it, it it resonated with me. For some galleries, you know, they represent other stuff. I I could kind of I've oh, like Eaton
2: Gallery right now. They're just they're all yeah, about they, uh, yeah, what, they do, film, uh, like, yeah they do yeah uh, animation Disney. They do stuff. animation. That's it. Disney, yeah, and that's they
1: specialize it. in that. And that's that's good. You know, to know if your work's appropriate for that. Um, kind of starting off, I had to like just represent anything, everything, and anything because I didn't know what what was going to stick. Who sure. was your first
2: big artist that, you, that was good for you? Myself. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh,
1: yeah, I like that, comment, love so that. Yeah. No, it's interesting. It started off with the success of my own work, because uh, that was able, I, I, I kind of understood early on if I was going to get in the gallery business, I didn't want to be the gallery that, oh, I'm the artist gallery, like I own the gallery, and this is all my work. I, I knew I needed leverage. I knew that there was going to be some people to say, hey, this stuff is not, I don't want all this. So that's when, it was really easy for me because most of my friends, they were artists. And it was like, okay, hey, you, you, you. Uh, some of the early artists I started working with was uh, a buddy of mine named Chris Rivas, who, um, he does some interesting work now. Um, and uh, uh, another buddy of mine, Joshua Shemzadeh. he worked, he works for another gallery right now called, I think, Brick Gallery. Um, Heard of Brick Gallery, yeah. Yeah, and and it's it's interesting because if uh, I I just leaned more in the business route because I I understood like you can't be fully all about the art because there is this kind of like someone's got to pay the bills something yeah, needs to you know, sell talking so about it's like fucking
2: bills oh wait before I mention the bills um, one of the things that I was very impressed with was. Uh, <laughs> he uh, has had a body of work that he's worked with um, the original, the godfather of street art, uh, Robert Hamilton. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, yeah.
1: That's so awesome, the, i I sell a lot of secondary market work now. I think that, that kind of matured in kind of the last five years. So early on, it just started off with the contemporary market. And then I managed to kind of leverage the space itself because people would come. And I never thought I could get in this industry, meaning people see a space and they're like, yo do I have a Picasso and I'm like I don't know if it is a Picasso but maybe I should start learning about that Mm -hmm, I mean mm -hmm. chances are now that I know more about Picasso's it's probably not a Picasso but there's that probability so it's interesting the kind of relationship people have with an institution in general yeah So you come into a place and you're like, oh, this must be legit because there's a place and they've been here. Brick and mortar. Yeah, brick and mortar. No, it's (laughs) interesting. But more than the brick and mortar, I mean, people look and they go like, I have people I know on this block. They're convinced I'm not an art dealer. Like they're like, yo, his place is blacked out all the time. He drives these cars.
0: There's a back room. Is he really? You know, no, they really do. I,
1: I I'm convinced. Like the the people above me, I already know they think I'm like some type of drug dealer. They're like, yeah, that art stuff, that's a facade, you know. Yeah, I'm, this artist he's had this past week, he's just doing that as a front. Yeah, yeah, that's a no,
2: front. It's bullshit. No. He's had those. The windows no, have been open and everything, I, but that's not going to last long. He'll be is, back to the drug. Dealer. This no,
1: is so. a real question, though. People come in. I have people. They come in here and they say. How do you make money? Like they just ask. I mean, I mean, I think. I and think if I tell like you, if I tell you the b- prices on some of these things, and the, I wish I could just take a photo of people's faces <laughs> when they hear like, and it's for me, it's it's all relative. So it's like, it's not crazy to me to hear that a painting is like thirty grand. Like I sell stuff that's. A hundred, two hundred, a million, and like yeah. I, I know other dealers. Like I'm not even gonna look you in the eye unless we're talking ten million. Like what? Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. see this peasant stuff. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you don't have ten yeah, million. Yeah, like yeah. imagine like there's there's parts in the dealing. It's called you gotta show proof of funds. And when you learn that some people have in their accounts just sitting like like if you're got, if if you're buying let's say a Jackson Pollock that's fifty million dollars and you see in someone's account like seven hundred million dollars, you start to really think differently about the world. You're like whoa someone has that in their bank account, like that even surprises me. Can I me. ask
0: just a real quick question that I, I popped yeah. up, man. Is this like, if you buy like a ta- like a very multi-million dollar piece of art, okay, and then it's like normally, you know, you got to pay taxes on different, is this like a nice way to like...
1: There's no, you, you'll never really truly avoid Uncle Sam, but when you think about, about just, I deal more than art too, I deal... I have what's I'm <laughs> Just kidding. It's a luxury fun. I yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. The, yeah. the, the, the clientele is a certain the, the toys I, of of the the affluent. Yeah, you know, watches, diamonds, cars. I quickly understood this. These were the same people who were buying art. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes. you have the people say, "If I told you, hey, would you ever buy a Ferrari or a Lambo?" It's like I know the people say, "Oh yeah, I'd buy a Lambo for six hundred thousand. I would never buy a painting." It's like, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, what, yeah. What's really the difference? It's like, the, the difference there. It's like.
0: The Same clientele, same same spectrum. Yeah, and of people, one's just depreciating.
1: Like you're sinking money into it, and it's like, <laughs> I learned the moment you have nice things, they they cost.
0: Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Money to like maintain, maintain yeah, exactly. Like,
1: uh, on my, I don't even have like the craziest car. I drive a BMW, and it's like I got a nail in my tire. The tire was seven hundred bucks. <laughs> I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. I remember my Honda. I had a Honda ninety two Accord. It was, it's my it was my favorite car. To change all four tires was two hundred bucks. Like I want to go back to those days. Seven hundred dollars for a tire. No money, no
0: problems, man. That's what they say. No, really, it's like
1: seven hundred dollars for a tire. Exactly. This is one. What do you What do you spend on uh, on like on a trade show when you go to one of these trade shows? And that's just robbery. Like just the LA Art Show recently. I mean, you're looking at to get a a decent sized booth at least like thirty thousand. Yeah, man. And it's you're just hoping, and (coughs) this is not even art. Art Basel is crazy, Mm. and luckily I have a program where I can kind of take a more leveraged position. But it's still, it's like whoa, it's just like. And so that means if you're paying thirty thousand dollars for that space, you got to sell how much artwork before you clear? Well, here's the thing: if you're selling seven figure works, it's not a problem because the the risk is worth the reward. Yeah, but this that's a really good kind of like think for artists who their works aren't there it's like I can't even take you because it's like if I sell work I don't even break even so normally we need to take an artist where the first or second sale we're at least breaking even Mm -hmm. so like if the booth is 30,000 we need to be selling work that's roughly 30,000 a piece because the artist normally a lot of people I don't know why this is a secret or people try and make this a secret galleries oftentimes take 50% of the transaction. That's very true. And what I tell collectors is always buy from some type of formal distribution because really good artists are going to change this. They're going to charge the same price as their distributors. The Mm. reason why is they understand how much money goes into promoting their brand. Yeah. The galleries are taking on that risk. So I always tell people like, like when they try and don't be telling people, Hey,
2: you know what? This isn't through a gallery so you can get it for less price
1: from me. Yeah. You're just, you're ruining your own. I have a wholesale, man. It's it's not, you know, well, it's crazy because we live in in a society (laughs) where, you know, everyone tries to buy direct, which sounds good, but who are the kind of gatekeepers of like, okay, you buy direct, you get screwed over. There's no buffer. So having that kind of, Buffer. Now, I think look, people shouldn't gouge. Hopefully, it gets cheaper, you know, for galleries to to not charge fifty percent. You know, maybe charge less. But a lot of times, it's you're looking at fifty percent, and collectors are like, "Oh, I'll just go to the artist directly." And if that artist directly transacts with that person, then they just lose their major distribution. So they get one deal; it's a one-time deal. Great, the gallery cuts them off because, like, oh, this guy's. You know, they just screwed me. I just got yeah, $30,000 that...
2: on this <clears throat> space and I had their work in it and they just went and turned around behind my back and went and sold it to this guy
1: and I got nothing. Yeah, so it's, there's a whole... Also, it's like people who start collecting art, it's like I tell people, like you don't have to have like thousands, millions of dollars to start collecting art. You start like just supporting... The, the, the best time to buy art is when you have nothing and your friends have nothing. And you just exchange from there. You know? yeah. I'm sure there's an artist you went to school with or played with on the pr- a playground or whatever. And it's like, that's when it should start. But it doesn't, for some reason...
0: People want to start off with a Picasso or right? <laughs> something like that. Well, you right? know,
1: because there, when you have the Picasso, you know that, like, hey, other people... Like, how cool, how dope would it be? Like, yeah, I own a Picasso. It's like, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You know. I mean, that's, like, the mentality that I, I, I would say, like, lame <laughs> art, art people kind of try to get into the like I said, it's like, hey, I own this art, now I'm cool, Like you know you know but I But mean, it's, it's weird, like the people yeah. who aren't
1: into art, they would never buy it, like I speak to those people, and they're like, I'd never spend like...
0: That much money, basically. Uh, yeah, like
1: it's amazing, I'll, I go, I work with a, a lot of like, kind of well-to-do people, and it's amazing, you can have a lot of money and no culture, yeah. Like, I, oh, could, yeah. I could oh, look in yeah. some people's houses, and they're like yeah, it's a seven million dollar home, like yeah, it's furnished with Ikea shit, like it's crap, <laughs> it's garbage. Everything in this house is garbage. I, I bet the framework of this house is garbage. You probably cheaped out on that, too. Knock on the, knock on the, you know, the wall, it just falls apart, you know? You hey, can hear people walking what makes, around. What makes real estate expensive is the location, yeah. really. Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. like what you build on that location could be crap. It's yeah. true. That's true. Oh, man. That's I mean, shit, that's like a metaphor that. for
0: a gallery, man, too.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, it, it's amazing because I have people they try and impress me with that like oh Mm. check out my home and I'm like are you sure you want to show me your house because it's like I'm gonna learn stuff about you you really learn about you know people based off where they live you know their hat you know yeah that's true that's true they go in the floor is dirty or you know whatever You could be rich and dirty. I've seen that too. That's, oh yeah, that's the worst. Quick, I, w- I don't too. want you to get yeah. away
0: from that story of you say you had a gut. Oh yeah, we're, this, we're, we're coming up on an hour, so I want to make sure you get this to that story. Is, okay, this, this He is was a good talking story. to so the uh, the painting. There, there's <laughs> no the photo I, I, of Robert. every morning when
1: I get here. I, I get I get here pretty early, and it's like it's probably like seven o'clock, and there's a dude outside of the gallery, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to bother him. He's just like he's chilling there he's not doing anything suspicious i'm like cool
0: Was he homeless or was looking? yeah he okay, was okay.
1: I, I think he was he had like a couple of things and he's talking to himself but he's just chilling there in the corner i walk in get in and i'm in the back just looking in the camera and he's like looking at the poster talking to the poster and then i'm like all right let the dude talk to the poster that's chill you know not <laughs> bothering me then he starts yelling and stuff and i'm i'm as, as you know, I'm on the phone all the time. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ! So I put down the phone. I'm, I'm now gonna get to the point where I'm like, all right, I gotta tell him to go. So I, am like, hey, sir, you know, uh, uh, can you please leave? And he's like, all right, John Wayne. Uh, you know, this guy's telling me to go. I gotta go. I'm like, <laughs> it's not John Wayne. Like, I'm looking at this guy like, it's tannenbaum. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and he's saying, oh, John Wayne, I really gotta go. I, I got, I gotta go. This guy's, you know, he's, he's pushing me. He's pressing me. I gotta go. So I'm like, all right. So he he leaves, and then I'm like, wow. I'm looking at Tannenbaum, like, maybe Tannenbaum looks like John Wayne. I don't know what John Wayne looks like. And I'm looking, and I look at the poster. There's a little thumbnail of John Wayne. And I'm like, look (laughs) "Look at me. I was the crazy one. He was actually talking to John Wayne. I felt like such a douche. I was like, he was talking to John Wayne
0: because <laughs> he wasn't even talking to
1: Tannenbaum, the big guy. He's talking to the little thing in the corner. thumbnails of John Wayne, and I was like,
0: JC, so you I'm must an get you, there's some there's some crazy people around here, baby. Yeah, no, man, that right? was
1: I was just like. But for a moment, I was like, whoa, I'm crazy. I thought he was. Th- yeah. Yeah,
0: I mean, that's crazy. And uh, talking to a, yeah. a poster, man. He's talking to yeah.
1: a, a, a <laughs> thumbnail within a poster. And, and he dude, was to John the Wade.
2: difference between that guy and like a billionaire that's ready to buy, you know, a series of paintings to fill some houses that he has is very little. Very little,
1: yeah. They got crazy. I, I Yeah, they got some. That's interesting, man. man the more I... money you have, just the more bored some of them get. Let me
0: ask. Last thing, yeah. like, okay, if if there's somebody who's trying to uh, start up a gallery or something, what would you re- give them some recommendations to for? start up
1: a gallery? Just don't do, it. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Just do something else. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, okay. Be born into love... it. I would say
0: you have got <laughs> to love it. the don't... honesty. <laughs> Don't, Gotta love don't the honesty. Well, there honest. you go,
1: man. So, 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 check this out. I know you don't have a big online presence, <laughs> man. Mrg Fine Art Insta. No, I'm I'm gonna be. I'm gonna take this online stuff more. Seriously.
0: Are, are you gonna Are you gonna start a? Well, uh, we're gonna make sure of
1: that. That's yeah. For sure. Ever since he started working with me, I get these little DMs and new followers. It's always interesting. You got some weird people following you. I do, man. I, I, <laughs> I, mean, they're and I love good it. Stuff.
2: I love my followers, man. Yeah. The more weird, the better for me, man. Yeah, yeah I love Leave it. Leave me man. some crazy comments on my uh, on my Instagram at teacher1, and, uh, you know, I love it. Sometimes get
0: ideas from it. Yeah man, I mean at the end they check out Mrg Gallery man. Dude, I have such an awesome time. Oh, it's there's Mrg Fine Art. Mrg Fine Arts here in Sherman. On Instagram. And Come by and, uh, and uh, uh, it's be blowing up here. Yeah, I think uh, there's some. That's John Wayne. Yeah, there you
1: go. <laughs> we got John Wayne.
0: We got John Wayne and Tipper Drop bomb up in here, man. So yeah, thank you very much, guys. We got another episode coming up for you guys, but yeah, man. Steve, thank you for coming on. My Let's do some. Let's let's connect and see what kind of fun. Yes, it'd be, be awesome. That. Thank you so much, man. Thank you guys all. Appreciate you guys. Love you guys. Take leave care. us a
2: uh, hey, leave us a review. Please.
0: Thank you, please. <laughs> <laughs>